You're listening to the Moody Mommies podcast. Audio warning. You may or may not hear kids screaming and yelling, or us screaming or yelling to tell them to get it together. Hey guys, it's your Moody Mommies. Hey, it's us. We're back with another fresh episode for you guys. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Jessica. And we are joined by our new friend, Brenda. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) This is our first time trying... We're doing Google Hangouts, so it's kind of like Skype. It's our first time recording this way, so... We're working on the audio. We're going to figure it out. But hopefully this one is a winner and it sounds good. If anybody has tips on how to work this, let us know. But we want to get to know Brenda. Brenda, we just met you officially, like, how many weeks ago was that? Like, two? Yes, you can say that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's interesting because you, like, came over to us and you're like, hey, I'm a big fan of your guys' show. And... I didn't even know what you were talking about. Like, I totally forgot we had a podcast and <laughs> <laughs> that people listen. Oh, we totally forget people actually hear us. Yeah. But uh, it's it, it was nice to meet you girls in person. Well, I met you at the We All Grow mm-hmm. family event. Yeah. But we didn't really get a chance to interact. And then at the Dia de los Muertos family event with La um, Mamacitas, mm-hmm. we were able to talk and, and I was able to tell you, you know, because the face yeah. behind the voice. <laughs> yeah. And it's cool because we hit it off right away. You know, sometimes you meet other moms. It's kind of like, okay, I like what they do. And it's you feel a little awkward. Like I, we felt really comfortable with you right away. And we love that. Like we, yeah. we, oh, bi- we built our little mama community. And I think that's what this is all about. Totally. I agree. I, I think so. Yes, absolutely. And it, it was mutual. You know, when you meet someone that gets you, just know that person mm-hmm. gets you. Yeah. Because, I mean, going to these events, I've definitely met women that I'm like, their vibes don't really, like, meet up with yours. And you're like, all right, maybe I'm not going to be working with yeah. you. <laughs> totally, totally. Like, you want to befriend them. And for some reason, you know, the connection is not there. You know, you just may not click right away. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and sometimes at these events, too, there's a lot going on. There is a lot and, going and on. You want to enjoy the experience and, and you want to have you know, your little chats with almost everyone because you maybe have been following them, have been, you know, in a community with them, and then you see them in person. And, and sometimes they're super nice and sometimes they're, you know, more um, busy or, or their focus is on what they're there for. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, Brenda, just like everybody else who's going to be listening, we're totally getting to know you too. So... Tell us about your business, how you got started with it. Okay. Okay, great. Well, I just started. It was my first workshop. It was on the November 3rd with the LA Mamacitas at the With Love Cafe Market. Mm-hmm. And um, that, that was like the day that I pulled the trigger. You know, um, That was the first day that I actually had like the – I've had – other workshops before but that was like the first public one and it's a passion project it's it's right now it's a mobile business where you know i i book for you know a birthday party bridal shower baby shower and i just you know set up my fresh flower crown 
And it's a workshop where I get a chance to connect with sisters and whoever wants to make their flower crown. And it's um, been a long journey. It's always been like my little side hustle. Mm -hmm. And finally, I went for it. When did you when did you have this idea? How long ago? Well, it, actually, my love for flowers goes back to my grandma. My grandma, uh, from my mom's side, she had a thing for flowers, and me and her had a strong bond. And when she passed away, you know, a lot of her advice and her, you know, words kept going in circles mm -hmm. in my mind. And forever, I've, I've wanted to work with flowers. I went to school. Um, I took this course at Mission College here in the Valley in Silmar, California. And I never did anything with it. I, I did like little side gigs and stuff like that. I was really young at that time too. I was 18. Social media was around. I didn't know back then what I know now. How old are you now? Now that, you know, oh my God. Thirty-three. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I know. Oh. No, you're not. We're right behind you. We never grow up. So, I, I'm, I'm we're right be behind you, literally. My, yeah, thirties are the new twenties or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's totally the same. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> like your twenties, all you do is kind of mess around and try to figure out what your passion is, and then in your thirties is when you get real serious about what you're doing. Yeah, everything, everything becomes something to think about. And that's how my passion project came along. I finally said, you know, this is where my heart is. You know, I love working with flowers. I went to school for it. Um, you know, my grandma would talk a lot about her, her project, her passion project. And that's how I just connected the dots. And um, there was this... Um, uh, one of my friends who was expecting wanted to do a photo shoot, a, ma a maternity photo shoot, and she ordered, she asked me to make her a flower crown. And that's how it all started, you know, um, little side gigs like that. And finally, I did my first um, public workshop, and it was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. So I, was. I know that it, that was free for whoever was attending the event. So how would that work if somebody were to like ask you to work their event would they pay you and then everything is free or would you charge like per like okay yes so it's like a um it's like a package it's a service you know i um i bring the flowers i bring the materials i bring the supply to the location and i just set up um and we would see like for how many guests and they'll be able to make their own they choose the flowers and you know, I just provide the assistance and give them one-on-one -on -one instructions and get to hang around and enjoy the smell of the roses. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was a lot of fun, too. I really like that idea. <laughs> and then you also have, like, your side, other side project, right? Like, you're selling stuff as well. Yeah, as like, I've always been really crafty. I like making things. Like, I have my makeup bags and I have my little bow ties for my son. I call them... Mr. Charmant, mm -hmm. you know, Mr. Charms, Charmant, Charmer. And I also have like um, head accessories, headbands. And um, I like to and come up with new ways. And, you know, I'm just a little hustler. Yeah, you are. <laughs> it's great. So, so my, my true love, my true passion and my heart is set on my flowers. I can do that all day, every day. 
That's amazing. Are you working full time as well? Yes. So I work full time and that takes up, you know, most of my week, of course, but I get a chance to catch up and do my, you know, flower crown workshops on the weekends. And, you know, it, it basically goes by things like, you know, I'm starting to get booked up for 2018. Good. I already have a few dates booked. And I'm super excited because now that I'm getting this little ball going. I mean, I just started November 3rd was my first live event. So from this point forward, I just expect to stay busy. Good. Yeah. I know when we started booking up our guests for this show, it just goes by so fast. I'm just like, oh, my God, we're already booking people in the summer. Like, how? I can't even think that far ahead. So I stopped asking, you know, I'm just like, everybody's going to have to wait because I can't think about what's going to happen in July. <laughs> <laughs> too far ahead <laughs> yeah it is it's too far like our the girl who does our cakes she does that too she has like a window like okay i'm only doing um like reserving spots for these two months like if you need something like let me know now like i'm not thinking about august or whatever but, and i mean it works best that way because i don't know it's hard to plan that far in the future because you never know what's going to happen and for her luckily she didn't because she ended up pregnant now so she totally has to change how oh she's wow doing it congratulations yeah i'm excited for her but okay so the name of your company is by charms 21 yes by charms 21 where did you get that from um well charms is from my favorite cereal Okay. <laughs> <Charms>. <laughs> but it's also like a nickname I kind of had growing up in middle school, high school, you know, it's just like, uh, I've known to be very um, bubbly and happy. And I'm all about peace and love. And they're like, Oh, my God, you're just a little charming charmer. It just kind of stuck with me. Mm -hmm. And 21 is my favorite number. Okay, I just threw it in there. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's cute. And it was nice to keep your name involved in your stuff. Yeah, it's it's something different. So when did you become a mom? 2015. Um, I became a mom. I always wanted to be a mom. I struggled to get pregnant. You know, I had like some medical problems, but luckily and with the patients and everything, I uh, got blessed and I was able to get pregnant. And now my son is going to be three in January. <gasps> Oh my god! Can't believe it. Did you have to do any like fertility treatments, or was it just you just got lucky? Yes and no. Like I, th I got to the point where they were gonna start offering me options and things like that, and then you know, which is, I don't know. I think the process of wanting a a kid when you have that in the back of your mind that you may not be able to cause so much stress and so much tension that your body shuts down mm -hmm. and I think that was a big yeah. reason why maybe it wasn't working when we finally accepted that there was that big chance that it wasn't going to naturally happen I believe my energy my my hormones my stress level everything changed and I was able to relax and it happened Okay, so you have one son, he's going to turn three, and what do you do as your full-time work? I work for an internet company. They provide internet for residential, commercial, and business. They have like customs internet speeds. Nice. And yeah, it's, it's fun because it's in the technology world, which is new for me. I'm, I'm right. from like the dinosaur 
age. (laughs) We feel like that too. I I know. I barely know how to turn my computer on. I need Jessica to do everything technically for me. (laughs) And even I'm just guessing. (laughs) So you work a full-time job. You have this side hustle and you have a three-year-old. How do you have time for it all? How do you figure it all out? You know, there's, it takes a village. Right. The, the right type of support makes a big difference because as much as I want to be everywhere, I can't. So I, right. you know, that's one. And two, I feel that um, preparing in advance, time management helps me out a lot with my son, especially having activities for him, you know, in a Ziploc bag and just coordinate them like by day or just simply map out what I have going on for the week. Setting reminders and, you know, um, using my timer to even like give myself a break when I feel like physically I'm drained or I just need to chill. Um, And then third, I feel that it also has a lot to do with my attitude and that determinates everything else that I have going on. You know, my family helps me out 100%. um, And being prepared helps me out too. But at the end of the day, it comes down to me. You know, how am I really up to show up and kill it? (laughs) Or am I just going to give myself that like, oh, I'm just going to wing it, you know, and just milk it. Right. You want to put your heart and soul into everything with love. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and that's a choice I feel I make, you know, for me, like my son is my priority, of course. And everything I do at the end of the day, it's for his happiness, for his growth, you know, for his well-being. And having that as a reminder pushes me to keep going, to pull the long hours, to, you know, stay up later if I have to to wake up earlier if I have to and sometimes you know take sacrifices sometimes and this is the hard part I guess for me and I guess for a lot of people too is when you have to say no to to certain things it is hard to say no I'm barely Mm -hmm. I'm barely getting used to it because even little things like so because you have a toddler everybody wants to invite you to their birthday party and it's not that you don't want to go because you totally do but it's like can i afford another birthday present right (laughs) (laughs) do i do i have the time to can i squeeze in this party and sometimes i do just because i know that you know justine loves to it'll be fun for them Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah totally (laughs) in every kind of way (laughs) Absolutely. It's it's the hardest thing, you know, because you want to be able to do all the things and sometimes you just have to say no and, and that's right. hard because then but then it gives me a chance to maybe say yes to something else that I'm gonna be one hundred percent committed to and I'm gonna have more time and I'm gonna enjoy it more because I was able to you know, be relaxed and, and plan it out and just mainly focus on it versus rushing it like I've done that before where you know we be three four different places in one weekend and we just do like quick stops it's rush yeah. rush yeah and I'm like what happened what did I do this weekend 
oh wait, I did this, this, this. You know what I mean? Like it was so fast. I didn't really it's not even enjoyable, enjoy right? Exactly. Uh, I didn't catch. Sorry, I'm not sure if you said it or not. If you're in a relationship right now. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, my boyfriend is my um, Elisha's father, and we've been together. My God, this uh, nine years. Uh-huh. We've known each other pretty much all our life. You know, we met at church back in 1992. Oh my God! Oh my God! 92. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's so adorable that she even remembers. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We were just kids. Yeah, you guys were just kids. 1992. So how old could no. you have been? Like. In elementary school, for sure. <laughs> How cute. We were nothing then. Yeah, we were just kids. No one knew that we'd be together years here. Yeah. That's amazing. Nine years is a long time, too. Ness, how long have you and Joey been together? About the same, huh? It'll be 10 in January. Yeah, it's been a long time. Congrats. <laughs> Thanks. You, too. <laughs> you guys are in it for the long haul. So I'm assuming he's like really supportive with you starting this new business and that you need to take time to yourself to get this all figured out, right? Absolutely. He he understands my motives and, and having that mindset, you know, well, what is it? Um, really helps the process be less stressful because you, you can understand each other and be like, okay, this is what it takes. Mm-hmm. No, totally. What else? Is there anything else you want us to know about you or that you want everybody to know about you? You know what? I'm, I'm basically just want to thank you girls for having me and taking the time and giving me an opportunity in your space because oh this gosh. is like my classroom you guys have. You guys have the opportunity to share with so many, and I'm just grateful that, you know, you create this for me. That means a lot, and, you know, keep the episodes coming. Thank you. You're so <laughs> Thanks sweet. for listening. You are. <laughs> okay, so let's get let's get into our bad kids then. Ness, do you want to start? I know I haven't really heard from you a lot. I've been kind of taken over. No, no, it's totally fine. Tantrum. Oh my goodness. This is probably the hardest part of being a mom for me because I never like to be the person that's like yelling at my kid or, you know, disciplining in front of anyone because it's just kind of awkward to see people judging you and how you handle things. It's the worst. It's the worst ever. (laughs) It's the worst part of it. Honestly, it really is. It's like, don't look at me and my kid right now. (laughs) Mind your business. but it happens it's life and you know what until you're a parent you're just like oh I get this life I'm gonna walk away and mind my business you know um but it happens I mean most of the time for us it happens when Zoe is overly tired or overly hungry um and I hate it for me discipline is my hardest struggle as a mother because I always feel like I didn't handle something right maybe I should have done this instead of that and I just put a lot of guilt on myself I try to not yell I try to do the talking thing I try to everything under the sun and sometimes different things work in different moments you know I'll 
ask her, oh, do you need a hug? And honestly, sometimes that's all she needs. And she's over it. But snacks work great. Um, maybe just trying to get her to cuddle with me to take a nap. Because nine times out of ten, if my two-year-old is flipping out, it is because she needs a nap. It, she's just like in the sleep regression thing right now where she just does not want to nap during the day. Oh, my gosh. So she's just like extremely tired all day long. So she's a bit moody and... I don't know like what age they stop taking naps. So I'm hoping that the naps do come back because I love naps. Shout out to nap <laughs> life. Like, but yeah, she hasn't been taking them. So the tantrum thing has been my struggle of life these days. Um, she does like this ear pinching scream, like we're like beating her soul or something. And it's horrible. And I just, uh, we try our hardest to just talk through it or honestly we'll just ignore her if she's hardcore flipping out like i'll just walk away and keep doing my thing because i will definitely not feed into that attitude like i'm not gonna sit here and baby her or i'll just walk away and let her scream her head off and come and talk to me when she's ready to use her words yeah and act like a civilized child (laughs) (laughs) how does how does luna react to zoe's tantrums my goodness. So that's the thing. That's the the hardest part about this is when she does these tantrums, Luna's just standing there just like watching her. So now little Luna, since she was like 10 months old, she's been like throw herself on the floor and wants to throw like a fake little tantrum because she sees her sister do it. So yeah. it's it's hard because of that. But st- same thing. I'll just ignore it. Like, oh, you're no baby tantrums. You're too little for that. And just pick her up and, you know change the subject the distraction distracting them with something else is like the key to breaking that moment of their soul being shattered about whatever it is you're asking them to do put a cup on a table or pick up your crayon and you know you never knew you could ruin someone's life it's so funny (laughs) the things that can destroy these kids it's so cute we got one of those this morning just in like through (laughs) Like, we have a bowl that's full of Play-Doh we were supposed to hand out for Halloween um, uh-huh. that we were supposed to, and now we're stuck with all this freaking Play-Doh. Um, <laughs> but she doesn't open them. She just, like, gets the little jars and throws them everywhere. Uh-huh. And she, like, wa- she like walked out of the kitchen, and then I guess she made a mess, like, dumped her toy bin somewhere else. So um, Ernie, my boyfriend, is over there telling her to clean it up and then he comes in the kitchen and is like what is all this i'm like she made a mess come tell her to clean it he's like she's cleaning something else right now so by the time <laughs> by the time she came to the kitchen she was pissed off and she was like mommy help me help me mommy <laughs> and i'm trying to cook and i'm like i can't help you you need to do it by yourself and ernie's like just ignore her and she's crying and picking up play-doh saying mommy mommy it was so sad Dude, it's so funny, huh? Like, like, oh my God, Plato just ruined my life today. Like, it's it's hilarious. Like the petty little things that like can destroy your day when you have kids. I know, <laughs> not your whole day, yes. but at least a few moments out of it. It's hilarious. I know, and I'm just it's like, funny after, of course. Is. Yeah, and I'm like telling her, totally. if you don't want to clean all this up, then don't make this big of a mess. 
Like, if you make a little mess, then you can clean it up and it won't take you so long. And she's just like, <laughs> it's it too much. <laughs> yeah, it's funny afterwards. After body, you know, when Elisha has a meltdown and he totally wants to take over, like, oh man, this kid, he wants to drive. Okay. He wants to drive. He, yeah, he wants to drive. He's obsessed with transportation. He loves, you know, Hot Wheels and he loves uh, Thomas and friends. Any type of transportation, he loves it. Bicycles. He's on the go. Whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, he wants to open the, the, the door with the key and he wants to put the key and start the car and he wants to, you know, uh, drive. And if we don't give him those like five minutes to let him believe he's driving because okay he's not driving the car is parked it's over then. wait a minute what happened to my son like <laughs> you know, he gets he gets so worked up and so out of control that i don't recognize him it's like well, right. whose kid are you <laughs> because he transforms and a, a side of him comes out that i'm just like <gasps> in shock you know do i go crazy with him too you know yes like what is the best thing to do in a moment when it does affect you because you know obviously you're there you're his mom i'm his mom you know and it's gonna kind of like throw my shift off a little bit but you know um afterwards we laugh about it of course but in the moment it's just like what yes people are looking <laughs> they're gonna assume nothing but the worst Right. And the first thing that comes to my mind, not that I care, but yeah, you feel judged because people walk by and they will obviously glance. And one thing they'll do is, you know, kind of like show a, a facial. Feel like I'm the worst mom right now in the world. Right. Yeah. I, I have this one friend who... She's so kind and I love her so much. And she's always tells me about like what I do. Like, oh my God, this is, I love that tip that you gave me and it really helped me with my son. But like, I know that she's like watching me, you know, like when I'm with Vanessa and her kids, I'm just like, I don't care. Like you do you with your kids. Like I'm not trying to <laughs> like take notes on every single thing that you're doing. It's just kind of like, look, we're all going to run run our kids around the way we're going to do it. But she's like watching every little thing that I do. So just seeing like through a tantrum in a restaurant one time we were together. I know she's trying to be helpful, but like, oh, you know, did you try this? Can you try that? And I'm just like, right now I'm so frustrated. Like, you cannot talk to me. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst time to try to give me advice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I think that's the hardest part is knowing that people are watching us and it's as clear as day, it's all of our conscious that we know that, you know, people are judging us. But I think us as moms, we're now we know like, oh, let me turn around and walk away because we don't know how many times she asked him not to jump on that chair before she started yelling at him or whatever the case is, you know. We know not to be like, oh my gosh, did you see the way she was yelling at that kid or what? We have no idea what the story is i know you yes never know. Or, or what's yeah or what's behind it because most of like um the tantrums we go through have more to it you know he didn't uh he skipped his nap you know right. he could be overstimulated where he just had so much you know going on 
he's tired. Um, sometimes, you know, he just needs a break. Like I'm like, right. wait, relax. You're doing too much. You know, just yes. take a break, breathe and, and chill, calm down. But it also gives me a chance to check myself and check my attitude because sometimes I have so many things going on in my, my head and so many things that I have on my, you know, intentions of getting done that I kind of feel like I project that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how I react to his tantrum. They could either either last longer or be like a short tantrum because of how I reacted to it. Right. You know, like you said, sometimes just letting him be and giving him his time to release that emotion. You know, I tell him, look, go ahead, have your moment. You want to let it out, let it out. And when you're ready to talk about it, I'm here. But meanwhile... Right sure he's safe yeah and let him have his tantrum because mm-hmm. sometimes he's trying to tell me something that um i don't understand i know he's going through different transitions and there's so many um energy and so much that he wants to tell me but he can't communicate he's you know a toddler how can and you know it's funny because the way i communicate with him and, and even with adults that's a muscle <laughs> we often don't practice enough right and yeah you know it's hard we've I was like pretty bad with communication pre-baby so now I feel like it's crazy how much it's changed my life being able to discuss things like not only with Justine but you know with my boyfriend and whoever else what about um what do you guys do in cases when your kids throwing tantrums with other kids so for example Vanessa and I have had experiences where our kids of course want to play with the same exact toy even though there's a million toys in the room (laughs) and whoever is not getting the toy is going to be crying you know going back to how they're being I don't know when they're having tantrums with another kid that's tough my son has those moments with my nephew who's also a toddler and you know for the most part they're pretty good but you know they're kids and they have their moments and yeah there's times when they both want the same toy and that's the challenge because whoever's playing with it the other one's going to be um crying you know it's going to feel left out and you know i try everything when i'm when i'm there i'm trying to see him you know trying to find something to distract him, to redirect his focus, you know, and sometimes it's a song, sometimes it's a snack, you know, sometimes it's um, running, jumping, whatever it takes to get his focus and his attention to other toys. But um, that's the struggle. The struggle is real when it comes to tantrums. Yeah, it's so real. (laughs) I know it's it's always hard for me too when... um... I'm like telling Justine, I I feel like I don't know how this makes sense to explain this to her. So when her cousins come over or whoever comes over and they both want the same toy and I tell her, they're your guests, let them play with your toy. It's not going anywhere. You'll be able to play with it when they go home or when she's done with it, 
you'll have a turn. Like, just wait. Yeah. I try to tell Zoe the same thing. Like, that's your toy all the time. Like, they're just here for a little while. Just let them play with it while they're here. Yeah. They don't have it at home, you know? Yeah. But then... And most of the time it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It totally for works. For Zoe. But where I find it, like, a little confusing is when I we go to somebody else's house and we're playing with their toys. And let's say the kid who the toy belongs to is like, I want that one. Right. And then I'm like, okay, Justine, well... It's their toys and they don't want you to play with it. And it's like, okay, then yeah, it kind of doesn't like, make sense for her to have to share her toys if I'm telling her right. they don't have to share with you. Right. So it's kind of confusing and I don't know. Everyone just needs to get on the same page with our rule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we made the rule, let them play with your toys. <laughs> 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 and for some reason I don't know what it is with kids like my son sometimes can have the same or or a similar toy to it at home that he may not pay attention to but then he goes to my nephew's house yeah and then it's like the coolest like, toy no ever mm-hmm. yeah like you have one just like it at home and you don't even touch it uh yeah my daughter does the same thing all the time i'm like you have that at home and you don't even play with it it's at the bottom of the toy box like let me dig it out so you can attempt to give it attention but i know you won't yeah i think it's probably the familiarity where it's just like oh i know what this is and but it's a little different or maybe they think it is or maybe they think it's theirs but it's at somebody else's house they're like this is mine i'm gonna play with it yeah maybe because we we even had um, somebody come over for a play date and they had justine and her have the same little elmo pull out couch and she came over and saw the couch and just sat on it like just to be sitting on it but because she has one identical (laughs) to it at home like all right okay this is mine (laughs) i know this couch yeah, for, for me, I feel like I do most of the same thing that you guys do as far as trying to get away from tantrums. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's no mm. secret to it. If somebody had the secret to it, like life would be simple, you know, but exactly. it's just different things, it's different things at different moments and on air. You just keep trying. All right, you want to hug? No, you don't want to hug. You want a snack? No, you don't want a snack. You want to take a nap? No. Okay, you want to sit here and cry by yourself? Then go ahead. You know, like, it's it's just all of the options, like, you want to give them until you figure it out. And you get through it. But kids will never admit to wanting to take a nap. You got to force it. No, never. Never. It's it's all (laughs) playtime. Naps are the worst thing um, ever. Exactly. I've been trying to create this like goal where I I try to listen because listening is so hard you know that's a skill that I'm learning and and sometimes I feel that my mom guilt um, kicks in because I've been away for so long you know that uh, my time with him it's so precious so I just suck it up and deal with it and and let him have his kid moment and I try to be creative with him too sometimes that helps because as a boy he's so rough and he's so aggressive and he wants to you know uh, kick the ball and he wants to throw the Legos and, and I'm tired trust so me our girls do I, the same thing I don't know if that's yeah they're pretty wild <laughs> we have like boy girls <laughs> yeah he wants to jump around the couch and he wants to like uh, throw um, 
the the frisbee and i'm just like oh man a lot of energy a lot of energy i got a i got a banana thrown at my face today while i was laying in bed i was i was laying down and freaking justine went to go get a banana for her morning snack and she was trying to get back on the bed so she just threw the banana so so that it was out of her hand and it just smacked me right on the face and i was like what the hell she's like i'm sorry mommy i'm sorry (laughs) <laughs> like she didn't oh mean God. to but they're like way stronger than they think that they are you know they just like chuck yeah, something totally. like right in my nose <laughs> yeah yeah and, and i don't try to make up excuses for him or you know uh prove or think that his behavior is a, a prove um, it's okay but i try to just have him be a kid and worry about kid stuff you know you right. want to play with your play-doh and you want to play with the legos then let that be your concern but part of that is also having somewhat of a expectation or uh accountability because i'll ask him you know who made this mess you know like own up to it like you were playing with your play-doh you were playing with the legos it's it's part of your responsibility play time and now it's club time and I try to make it as fun, as creative as my energy can allow me. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it helps. But yeah, it's every, you know, just like us, he, they have different moods. Sometimes he's in the mood of just being calm. And I'm like, okay, you're not jumping around. And then there's days when he's just a total wreck and nothing calms him down. What's a, do you have an example story like you're the worst? tantrum that you guys have gone through or just like a funny one that you remember there's so many <laughs> um, oh god well yesterday you know we're at ikea and there's um i don't know this i don't know if you want to um go over this later but anyway so we were at ikea and there's a little kids play area and two two girls come over and they're a different race and one of the girls is like nine years old and the other one's like seven. And my son is more, I, I guess, interested on in playing with the like seven-year-old girl. And, you know, she has this um, like water tattoo on and, and he wants to see it closer. And right away she's like, no, no, he wants to take the, the, my tattoo away from me. So right away she kind of like, you know, gave me the hint that she may not be open to play with him, you know. So... He went over play with the other kids, but that one girl that I'm telling you with the tattoo um, started calling everyone like the, those you know water tattoos. Mm-hmm. So she starts calling everyone, and she's like, "Okay, I'm the teacher today. Everybody, here, blah blah blah." So my son, you know, thinking this is <laughs> me too, he goes and sits, and right away she starts making faces. And all along, the mom had been sitting in the little play area also, but she was on her phone. I don't know. She was working. Whatever she was doing, she was on her phone. Um, and the little girl is and the mom's like, what's wrong? And she points at my son's head and she says, he's his Spanish people. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe that. And, and my, my blood just rushed over me like, what? Wait, did she just say that? You know, like, and I'm guessing she's like seven years old. You know, she gave me the impression that she knew what 
thing, how she said it, it came out. And I'm thinking like, you know, by this time, he's laughing because he's laughing at her facial expressions and at her demeanor, her character, because she was very animated. So my son is laughing. He has no clue, no idea what she just said, but I did. And that's the part where I realized that sometimes things affect us because we know, right? you know, what she said. And the mom started to talk to her in their language. And the, the girl kept playing and kept making faces, kept giving my son her back. And just, you know, I got the hint by now. I'm like, okay, I get it. I started cleaning up. I picked up my things and I got my son. And for some reason, my son still wanted to go play with her because something about her, my son was interested on. And at the end of our experience, it bugged me a little bit. And I got over it, of course. Um, she didn't apologize. Um, yeah, the mom didn't acknowledge me. She didn't apologize or an apology to my son. Um, you know, she just going back to her corner on her phone. And by then I'm like, okay, she's not going to do anything about it. Then I, I have to. And at this point, I'm just going to take my son out of this little play area so that she, the, the little girl doesn't feel uncomfortable or doesn't say um, something mean that she may just have heard before. Yeah. Or someone has said something around her. I don't know, whatever, wherever she got it from. In my home, that's unacceptable. You know, we don't ever say things like that. And and it was me more, obviously, than it bugged my son. But moments like that, I feel that we go through stages and we go through moments that as adults, as, as parents, we get worked up and we make it more of a bigger deal than what it is. That is a really big deal, though. It is. It is. And, and I'm still in shock. Like I said, it just happened last night. Everything was good. And, you know, for like a six, seven year old girl to say that it. It's shocking because of the times that we're living in at the moment. And I'm just thinking like our kids who are supposed to be worried about kids, that, you know, Play-Doh and monkey bars. And I don't know what they play nowadays, you know, should not be concerned or worried about what color, what race, or what type of gender, or what, you know, it right. is. It's terrible. That is. It is. And, and I, it, it's, I think we, as parents, can get more into it, of course. But um, it comes down to the parents. The mom, like I said, from the minute she got there, she didn't engage. She didn't interact. She didn't, you know, participate. She was busy, occupied on the phone. And I'm not judging. That part is personal what you know um got to me was the daughter's um comment because i was like coming from a little girl i don't know how to take it yeah oh i wouldn't have known what to do either i think i would have been like let's go too because either you say something negative which is never the solution mm -hmm. or you know you i i didn't want to give it more power i didn't want to um make her feel anyway or neither my son i didn't want to make my son feel like he did something wrong yeah i just you know ended the playtime and picked up our things then we moved on to 
you know, we, our next activity, but it was, um, it was sad to see <laughs> where we are. Yeah, no, it's super, I, I don't know. I just, like, I don't even know how I would feel if that happened to us. Right. Ew, yeah. It's 2017, guys. Yeah. I know. Get with the times, people. Yeah, kids are kids. Play and they will jump and scream and then five minutes later, they're, like, over it. Mm-hmm. You know? So I just let my boy be a little boy and worry about little boy things and let mom worry about everything else. Was he upset when you ended the playtime or he just was like, all right, it's time to go? Um, a little bit of both, you know, because I think it, it's like a energy shift, like a vibe, you know, because then he knew something was like awkward. So he was a little confused, like, okay, what? We're mo- what? You know, he was a little confused. He was like, okay, we were just fine. And now we're leaving. Yeah. So he was confused. Um, he did give me a hard time later because he didn't want to be in the, you know, he wanted to run around. Um, and then he got over it. I, I had to use my soft voice and just calm him down and hold him. And at that time, that worked. You know, at that time, he was able to relax and we finished our shopping um, trip and we were home and everything was good. But it was just that incident that stayed on my mind. You're never going to forget that incident. Like, how could you ever forget that? Yeah, never. Yeah. But it's a learning experience, I feel. I took it like a lesson to get more educated and to prepare myself for situations like this. And, you know, I could have easily maybe approached the mom and, and called her out on it. Like, this reflects on your parenting you know, I wanted to say something, but at the same time, my main focus is my son. I'm there with my son. It's for my son. Yeah. I'm not going to let her or anything, you know, ruin that moment. I'm not going to give them that chance. Yeah. You know, at least if it's within my power, I'm going to try to make it as smooth <laughs> as possible so that my son doesn't feel or get affected by the change. That's good. That's that's amazing. I'm sure you did the right thing in the situation. Like, what could you? What else could you have done? It's tough. It was tough. I know. I'm like still trying to like wrap my head around. I don't know what to say for that lady, dude. She. She's doing something wrong. No, I don't know. I guess I can't really judge other parents, but. To be like in the United States and. In California, like, yeah, your kid probably goes to school with, like, a bunch of Hispanic kids. Like, how are you going to get upset over one? Yes. It was just, like, it it created a lot of questions in my head, you know? Like, when I talked to um, Miguel, my boyfriend, about it, and I told him, you know, our day, our experience, what happened, he obviously was affected by it as well. And he said, you know what? In a way, I'm glad I'm not out there. I mean, yes and no. He goes, because maybe my approach would have been different. He would probably letting his emotions take over mm-hmm. as a parent. And he would have let his flesh come out and lash out maybe at the mom. You know, he, he told me that his reaction would have maybe not been so calm. Because 
his demeanor is different than mine. You know, his character is, is different than mine. And I think, again, it comes down to how we as parents react to situations. Yeah, that's totally that's totally true, too. Well, luckily it was you and the situation didn't get worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry you went through that, dude. That's that's Aww. a nightmare. Yeah, that's it was, it was unfortunate that, you know, that comment came out of such a young, innocent um, kid. Like, it was just unnecessary for her to have that type of reaction yeah it was it was you know i guess you know she's heard it before or maybe she's seen it or something she picked up somewhere and it was just difficult for the mom too because she probably didn't know her daughter yeah probably Mm -hmm. ness do you have a do you have a tantrum story i don't think i really have like a specific story i think most of the time, our tantrums normally happen at home. Um, I feel like when we don't go anywhere, that's when she fights her taking a nap the most because she's at home with all her toys. It's not like we're getting in and out of the car where she's falling asleep on the way somewhere. Um, so, yeah, her tantrums normally happen at home. So the stories aren't I don't have like a crazy she embarrassed me. She's probably done that, but nothing too interesting to share. (laughs) I have a story of when Justine, I was in a hurry. And this is like always when it happens when you're in a hurry. Of course. Um, Yeah, when you least expect it, for mm -hmm. sure. You have somewhere to be at a certain time. Something. Always something. So I was trying to go to Disneyland in a hurry. I get off of work at 12 o'clock and I'm trying to feed her lunch so that way she can take a nap and we can go. And she doesn't want to eat. And I start to get really, really, really annoyed and she just can't keep it together. So then she's like, I don't want to eat. I only want the chips. Always only want the <laughs> chips, dude. I swear. I don't even pull them out anymore because once she sees them, she will not touch that sandwich. Hate, yeah. hate chips. <laughs> Whatever. I, like, take everything away from her, and I'm like, if you're not going to eat your sandwich, then you're not going to eat. And then it was just like, Mama, I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat. <laughs> no. Go. Go sit down somewhere. And she's just like crying. I'm done crying. I'm done crying. Because she already knows that I'm not going to pick her up if she's throwing a tantrum and crying and she's not hurt. That's like my big thing with her. Like, you can cry and come to me if you have an ouchie, but I don't want to hear you crying or whining if you're not hurt. And so she's just like, I'm done. I'm done crying. And (laughs) she can't. She just can't keep it together. So I, um,. I send her to go sit down on her couch and tell her to say her ABCs and then she starts to relax and finally I pick her up and after all that she fell asleep because it was just too much drama for her. Yeah. But she still brings it up to this day and this was months ago. <laughs> it was a very traumatic It was experience. so traumatic for her. She's just like, Mama got mad because I can't eat. <laughs> like, you could eat. You well, didn't want to. I, it's so funny because um, the other night we went to see the Selena star in Hollywood, right? 
So we put the kids in the car, and Joey's like, I'm going to go use the restroom. So Caroline, my sister, pulls up behind my car. And so I put the kids in the car, close the door. I'm talking to her at her car window. How fun. I hear, like, a scream, right? And I'm like, was that my kid? I open the door, and Zoe is, like, full-blown screaming bloody murder, tears all over her face, like, freaking out because she could not see me. And she was just, like, dying, like, thought I abandoned her and left her for good in the car. And I was like, baby, I'm right here. She was so heartbroken (laughs) because she couldn't see me. And she's been, like, traumatized since. So, like, every time I put her in the car now, she's just like, mommy, mommy, where are you going? Like, like, I'm going to leave her. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. I was right outside your window. (laughs) Like, (laughs) relax. If you would have turned your head a little more this way, you would have seen me. Oh. Right now, before uh, Vanessa, before you got here, I was washing dishes. And just sitting in the living room watching TV. This I don't know if you guys have seen that show on Netflix. It's called Pocoyo. No, not yet. Maybe. No, 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 I haven't. Have you seen it, Brenda? No, I haven't. Well, it's like this baby talking show, so it's kind of dumb, but she likes it. (laughs) And I'm in the kitchen, and she starts crying, and I'm like, oh, shit, she probably fell off of the couch or something because she's always jumping everywhere. And I go to check on her, and she's standing there, tears down her face. Her eyes are all red. And I'm like, what happened? Pocoyo's balloon. It flew away. <laughs> oh. That's so cute. Dude, Zoe oh. so did that with the, you know, the part on Trolls where the grandma, grandma. Oh, my goodness. She, we were watching it, and she just turns around and starts bawling, crying. It was so sad because I was like, she totally gets it. She got it. It's a bad moment. Uh-huh. It's worse. Yeah, so it's always interesting to see them have their little mini meltdowns of just about anything through life. And it's cute how they kind of get, let their emotions get the best of them in their moments. Yeah, and and I try to see it that way too. And and believe it or not, like, despite how much it sometimes affects me, I enjoy it too. Because I, I, and I try to tell myself, you know what? Just breathe. This space is going to pass. Right. And, you know, soon he's not going to be a toddler anymore. You know, most people tell me, oh, it gets worse. Yeah, (laughs) I hear that too. I'm hoping it's not true, though. Or that it's not as bad, I feel. I feel like with kids, you kind of have to pick your battles as well. And, you know, they want to flip out for something petty. You just got to pick which fight you want to fight with them about. Totally. You know, like I tell him, you know, I'm I'm your friend. You can trust me. You can talk to me. Tell me. But I'm also your mommy. And if I say no, it means no. You know, and I keep my my, my voice firm. I don't smile. I don't like, okay, I can't manipulate her per se. Because, you know, kids, I think they know who they pick. Who they can get away things with. Yeah, totally. It's so hard to like switch your voices up. Like, all right. Yeah, put on your mean mom voice. Yeah. And and not feel guilty about it because um 
you know, there's things that he can't play with. There's things that he can get hurt, you know, that are not a toy and safe for him. But it's difficult to get him to understand that I mean well. Right. Yeah, I, I, we always tell her that too. And I also do this thing where she starts, well, she's not listening. I've told her that kids that don't listen get ouchies. And coincidentally, she always gets hurt when she doesn't listen. She'll trip over something or she'll bump her head on the wall or she's just, and I'm like, well, what happened? Why are you crying? Why did you get hurt? I wasn't listening. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why. If you would have come over here, when I asked you, you wouldn't have fell down or you wouldn't have bumped yourself. So she kind of gets that, but she'd be acting up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just try to enjoy it. Enjoy the time. Because I know it goes by fast. And again, you know, going back to having a healthy son and, you know, I try to tell myself, like, I only have one. <laughs> I don't know how moms, like, do it that have more than one. <laughs> I don't know how Vanessa does it either. <laughs> I know. I'm Vanessa, figuring it out day by day, guys. <laughs> I don't know how I'm doing it either. Yeah. And also, you know, there's other moms that have kids with medical conditions right. and that have more difficult circumstances, I really tell myself, like, I really have nothing to complain. Like, right. he's just being I a kid. I try to remind myself of that every day as well. Like, it could be worse. It could be harder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we had, we told some really funny stories and some really, <laughs> like, serious stories, too. I know. So. Yeah. Um, overall, what we got out of it was that we need to communicate with these kids yes for sure the and, key. yes every situation is different it's never the same like no nope. oh, just sing a song and it'll be fine yeah it's not gonna work every <laughs> single time <laughs> for sure like sometimes you have to pull them completely out of the situation yeah and like you're gonna sit here yes. and we're gonna talk and when you're ready to apologize or you're ready to just not be having a meltdown then we'll go back right um, and you can't, yes. you can't do that when you're in public. Right. So, so you just have to go home. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm at Target. I got to leave this basket. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Abandon everything I needed. <laughs> yes. And also, I think for something that I got out of it, too, is how it affects us. That sets the tone for how everyone's attitude. Yeah, our our response, our reaction is going to create an yes. overreaction if we don't handle it well. Yeah, like that day that we were supposed to go to Disneyland, I like was so so frustrated with her. Like, through her tears, she was just saying, "Be happy, mommy. Be happy." Oh. There you. My heart is broken and I think about that like every day. And yeah. So does she apparently. <laughs> it was a very traumatic event for the both of them. <laughs> I didn't look up any expert advice on what to do with tantrum. I know. What is the real What should you do? Answer. Who knows? If someone oh, figures it out, I think even the experts have to struggle with tantrums. Yeah. I think that even the experts have their moments when they're questioning, like, oh, God, am I really way? Yeah. And, and, and that takes away from my mom guilt trip. Yeah, because even though they think they got all the answers, no none of does. us do. <laughs> no exactly. Well, I think this was a great talk. 
and I want to do it again. We should do it again. I know we have like some absolutely a bunch of stuff coming up, but we could plan, especially once you have like this um all your events going or if you ever have anything you want to promote you could always come on and we can chat about anything awesome awesome yes well i'm just getting ready like i said for 2018 i'm starting to you know book my dates and looking forward to becoming a mom of a three-year-old since my son will be three in january um gonna be putting together a puppet show for one of the stories for um Read Conmigo. Super oh, excited about that. Yes. Where is that going to be at? Well, we don't have like the details for it. Um, it's something that we've been talking about for a while now. And to make the, the hand puppets for one of their stories yeah. of, you know, the, the bilingual um, Read Conmigo. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that. And So that company is, they send free booklets home, like bilingual books, right? So you just sign up yes. in your email yes. and it just shows up at your house. I love yes. that. Yes, and that's, that's that. one thing we try to do. We read a lot. He loves books. So um, now that he's more active and he kind of struggles to sit still through longer periods, mm -hmm. uh, we've been incorporating a lot of more um, animation and more movement to the stories. So... Um, I feel that he's ready for like a puppet show to maybe being more visual, I think. Yeah. So I'm excited about that and I'm um, going to keep working on my business. Like I said, I just started. I just, I'm barely getting into this ball, but I'm definitely going to go 100% in 2018. So can you tell I'm excited about that. Can you tell everybody where they could find you? Yes, it's my Instagram. What I have right now, it's by Charms21. Um, that's my, my flower crown business. And then I have my personal um, account, which I'm open to any mommies who want to chat or vent. I'm always open to making new friends and building the community. And that's um, underscore Brenda21 underscore. So it's Brenda with the H at the end. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll link those in the description of this episode so that okay. people can click on it and they can find you really easy. Um, awesome. Congratulations on all your hard work. Yes. Keep it up, mama. Oh, same to you girls. You girls are putting it down. You girls are making it happen. It's, it's not easy and, and I totally see you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on and chatting with us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me again. Your time is precious to me and all that you girls are doing is just going to reflect on all the projects and everything you girls have upcoming and I'm super excited to hear more episodes. Thank you. Um, for those of you who don't know, we have another podcast too. It's called This Is Us and the Moody Mommies, which that one takes up all of our time. So <laughs> it's every week. So yeah, it follows NBC's show This Is Us, and we just digest. We talk about who we hate. Who we every love. episode, we always hate Kevin. 
And sometimes Kate. <laughs> so check that one out. It's on iTunes and Stitcher along with this Moody Mommies. Um, you can find us on Gmail, on Facebook, and Instagram, all under Moody Mommies Podcast. Yay! We'll wrap it up there. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, Brenda. Thank you. Say Moody Mommies. Moody Mommies. Moody Mommies Podcast.